Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Main.
Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. You were just listening to the meditative sub-sounds of Penguin Sound. The track is called Rain. It's the Jar You remix taken from Penguin Sound's debut EP called Through the Desert on Tripedal Crow or Tripodel Crow Records. I'm not entirely sure how you say that. Tripedal, I think. I thought that was absolutely spectacular, Gareth. If this was normal time, I'd suggest we just fucking downed microphone and headed to the pub. What were we supposed to play after that? That was incredible. Yeah, lovely uh, stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So, Penguin Sound's new EP called Through the Desert. It's his debut EP. He's a Hamburg based producer. Jar Yu, who we've played on the pod previously, we're big fans of. He runs the record label, had a fantastic new album which called Center of Gravity that came out last month. And I sort of torn which of the two I was going to play on this week's podcast. So, I thought. I might as well play one person's remix of the other one's song, which is what I have just done. Yeah, no, not normally that keen on remixes, and I've got no idea what the original sounds like, but that was wonderful music. I was looking up Penguin Sound just while the song was on. Mainly, I just discovered the sounds of penguins, but after I put Penguin Sound dub into Google, it got the point I found it. Yeah, so Jaryu, like we say, is a, is a German-Korean producer, runs the record label. Uh, yeah, had a couple of records out from the end of the earth and sea. His tenant on Steppers Records from here in the UK was our introduction and is still a favourite of mine, for sure. Worthy of a tenant. For sure. An absolutely stunning release. Uh, a legendary podcast record. For sure. And I really just love the contemplative sort of meditative dub sounds but sort of also quite fluid in its instrumentation as well it's just like a really interesting contemporary dub sounds quite unique to jar you i would say nice first one for me is going to be the new single from lorraine james lorraine james the london-based electronic producer this is her second release on hyperdub i believe and this is the first single just coming out she has a full length called reflection coming out on the 4th of june and this single is called simple stuff Stuff. We like the simple things. What does that bring? 
There we go. That is Lorraine James. Simple stuff. Fantastic, minimal electronic production. Sort of weird tempo. I've got no idea. I was sort of trying to count it a little bit and I was just like, I don't know what BPM that is. I don't know what tempo that is. I'm pretty sure no one would dance to it if I played it in a club, but I love it. I would. I love like the irregular beat and yeah, the time signatures. It wasn't 4-4 four, four, or 3-4 four, or 2-4, four, so <laughs> therefore I've got no idea. Yeah, exactly. I was just like uh, trying to count something. No, no idea. Yeah. So Lorraine James is Reflection. This is her second album on Hyperdub. She's also self-released on her own label and released on a number of smaller labels as well. Very nice artwork on this one as well. I reckon could be in for a contender for cover photo of the week. Not really too much to say about it, apart from, you know, one of those artists that sort of started to get popularity in 2019, 2018, picking up some heat, released her first record on a, you know, pretty big record label, Hyperdub. And then, you know, it's a really unfortunate time to then not be able to gig and not be able to do anything for an entire year or more, because no doubt she was absolutely inundated with booking requests. So, but it's given her more time to you know, make music at home. And now she's come back with this record. And I think no doubt she's not going to be struggling with the bookings come the next six months. <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea if you were to get data on new artists making it big, whatever that means in terms of plays or charting or popularity. I don't know what the previous year in the pandemic will have done to that, you know, because obviously some people discover bands in you know support slots or festivals or whatever like that. So without those avenues have there been fewer new artists i would a hundred percent expect that i've got no data to back that up but it wouldn't surprise me if people haven't got into that many new bands or not as many as they normally do i don't know hopefully we're helping yeah well i was, I was just going to say well i could but i'm not going to go back over the last year of the podcast and see how many sort of debut releases we played and how that compared to previous years so see where we fell on that spectrum whether we actually dug out more in the last year than we have done in previous years i'd like to think we're about par i've played two of my artists and you've played one two two i reckon as well 
So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Always bring in the fresh new stuff anyway. If you've got nothing else to say about Lorraine James, I did love that track. I did love that, by the way. I wasn't aware of it at all. And Hyperdub, we seem to have, from like in the early days of this pod, we played loads of Hyperdub and then had like a few years off from playing them, it seems. And over the last couple of months, we've really sort of been playing a lot of their stuff again, which I think sort of speaks to our tastes rather than the quality of what Hyperdub are putting out. But yeah, we are definitely in sync at the moment, aren't we? Yes, definitely uh, playing a lot of what they're releasing. I'm sure that I uh, really, well, no, no, I was going to reprimand you because I was like, I must have played something from Lorraine James's first album, but it looks like I didn't. So there we are. I remember. So I'm going to play some music from someone <laughs> we did play back in 2016. This is uh, from Jalbi. They are a Pakistani jazz group. I'm not sure how many of them there are actually, but we played their record, The Deconstructed Ego, back in 2016. It is phenomenal. It came out on astigmatic records here in the uk they have a new record it's called nafs at peace uh, no idea when that's going to come out but there's a seven inch that they've just released from it essentially it's a collaboration as well with a couple of people you may be familiar with so tendalonius flautist saxophonist from here in london and also a polish pianist uh, marek latarnik uh, shons viata i think is how you pronounce that who's from ebes who also released a record, I think also on a astigmatic, but phenomenal Polish jazz record from a couple of years ago now. They both went out to Pakistan in 2019 and recorded with Jalbi, and this is the first taste of that. This is called Satanic Nafs. <laughs>
there you have it. It's the wonderful sounds of Jalby. The track is called Satanic Nafs. It's taken from Seven Inch that's out on Astigmatic Records on the 26th of March with an album to follow called Nafs at Peace. Oh, yeah, absolutely adored that. I was like, £12 bargain for an album. And I was like, oh, no, that's the Seven Inch. I was like, I'll, I'll hold out for the album. Yeah, I think so. No release date as far as I've seen on that one. But yeah, really cool record. Uh, Jalby put out some really good stuff uh, fairly irregularly. They had a MF Doom cover they released earlier this year that we promoted on our Facebook page, but didn't play on the podcast itself. And yeah, like I say, the Deconstructed Ego back in 2016 is a fabulous, fabulous record as well. Yeah, and that's uh, Tenderlonius there on flute, his band Ruby Rushton and his record label 22A Records. I can both wholeheartedly recommend. I think he's one of the finest players around here. He's uh, not quite in London. I think he's out in Essex or Chatham sort of way. And uh, yeah, just I think just most stuff that he's done is uh, absolutely marvellous. Yeah, I wasn't sure actually if 22A was actually the one that put out the Ebes record as well. But no, I have double checked. It was Astigmatic Records that put that out as well the um, repetitions uh, letters to Christoph Komeda who it's almost guaranteed I will play some music from him on our Polish special later this month yeah I need to start getting my uh, records together for that just before we go off I was just looking up uh, NAFS while the song was on because it's called Satanic NAFS and mm-hmm. I've never heard that before and it's an Arabic word carrying in the Quran which means self or ego, or soul. So satanic self. Uh, Yes, I have a whole blurb about it, if you'd like me to read it out for you. Give us a bit. In Islamic philosophy, each person has an aspect of the self called the nafs, which is divided into multiple layers. Every day, a person enters into a spiritual battlefield with their dark side, their lowly desires, and Satan. Satanic nafs is thus the lowest level of the self, due to the love of oneself and evil desires. Achieving spiritual transformation involves a constant struggle against the lower nature of the self. Parentheses, satanic nafs. Cool. Yeah, sounds kind of uh, like Freud had been uh, looking at the Quran. Yeah, so the album, uh, like I said, is called Nafs at Peace, and that is a musical exploration of Quranic verses and Islamic philosophies through a prism of spiritual modal jazz, North Indian classical music and hip-hop. So yeah, really looking forward to hearing the whole thing, and for this single there is a remix by The Gaslamp Killer and Mofono, which I have not heard, but presumably it's quite good. Oh, yes, I definitely want to get the album for that and we'll be following that for my band camp. Next one for me is from a record label we've played a couple of times fairly recently too. It's a new one on Southern Lord Records, the record label of Greg from Sun, excellent American metal label. This time it's the new single from Nadja. It's called Luminous Rot. Nadja are actually a Canadian duo, uh, Aidan Baker and Leia Bukareff, been doing music now for, I don't know, a good while, probably best part of 20 years, I think, sort of droney, doomy, dark and slow. I like it very much. This is called Luminous Rot.
There we go, that is the sounds of Najes, the title track from the new album Luminous Rot, which is coming out in May on Southern Lord Records. I'd say that's fairly on the bombastic side for them. They can be sort of quite introspective and journey, but that one was a little bit of a slow head nodder. I was going to describe it as gateway drone, <laughs> which is a term I think I've just made up to describe a drone record that is essentially a bit more accessible than average drone. So that is be the dealer's sort of first taste of drone <laughs> to get you into the hard stuff. Before you know it, it's three hours of just the gurgling. Exactly. I mean, and don't take that as me going, oh yeah, it's not proper drone. It's like, that, that, was, a, that was a humongous compliment. Yeah, no, it's excellent stuff. That is, uh, yeah, as I said, Nadja, been going since 2003, was originally a solo project of Aiden before being joined by Leia in the band. He's also done several releases just under his own name as well, which is funny when the project was just him anyway, but I guess it was just um, exploring a different musical direction. Released on Southern, also released on Profound Law Records as well. It's their first one on Southern, did you say? Yeah, they've released on Giza Records here, Oaken Palace, many labels here that we've played on the podcast before. But yeah, I'm actually not seeing a, a Southern release here. So yeah, maybe it is the first on Southern. I just presumed that they might have done them there before. Yeah, wonderful. Definitely a, a step up in size of label, sort of, I would say. Yeah, exactly. No, that's cool. No, so it's nice. I mean, just looking at all of his releases here, it's just absolutely must be at least 20 full lengths here, as well as a lot of EPs and collaborations and whatnot. So yeah, that's great. Next up from me, I'm going to play one from one of our favourite labels, which is Phantom Limb from Brighton here in the UK. They are just about to release their second, uh, they call it Imaginal Soundtracking, which is essentially they get a group of artists together to imaginate a soundtrack to a old silent film. And this second one is from a Japanese puppet silent film called The Demon. It's from a puppeteer called Kihachiro Kawamoto, and yeah, came out in 1972 and they've got a nice breadth of artists here to soundtrack it for them. Yeah, proper sort of favourites of yours in there. Well, yeah, Mahashala Hashbaz is the one that stood out because Mahashala Hashbaz is like one of my absolute favourite groups of all time. The project of Tori Kudo, if you want to dig out a record, I would recommend Blues Du Jour, which came out on Geographic in 2003. Yeah, when I first met Gareth, I asked him to recommend me some records that he liked, and I just went out and bought them on Norman that day or the next day. And uh, Mahashala Hasbaz was, was one of them, so yeah. Yeah, also uh, did a couple of great uh, collaborations with Bill Wells, the uh, Scottish jazz musician. Osaka Bridge came out, uh, what, 2006, I'm going to guess, on the karaoke calc. But also, as well as Mahashala Hushbaz, we've also got Foodman Sabiwa as well, who released on China Botter a year or two ago now, as well as Midori Hirano. And this artist, who is the track I'm going to play, this is Amy Dang. She's an ambient artist from Baltimore. She's essentially an experimental sitar artist. So has that sort of Indian... I think she might actually have some Indian heritage and uh, that's where her music sort of sits. And this is seven minutes of absolutely beautiful music. This is Amy Dang, and the track is called The Demon.
there you have it sounds of ami dang the track is called the demon it is taken from the phantom limb compilation imagine all soundtracking to the demon the five reimagined soundtracks to the 1972 stop motion work by japanese master puppeteer kihachiru kawamoto Nice. I want to check out some 70s Japanese puppetry about demons. I'm going to have to see if that's on YouTube after the podcast. Yeah, presumably it's only seven minutes long, given I think that all the tracks are called The Demon and it says five scores. So, yeah, it's obviously a short film. Yeah, that would make sense. It does say here, painstakingly shot with manual stop motion. Bunraku puppetry is... uh, the artistry of puppetry that the film is. It is a beautifully expressive conjuring sorrow, superstition, horror, and honor, all uniquely materialized within a delicate and ornate miniature world. I am 100% watching that. Yeah, so two brothers, hunters, go out into the woods to trap deer, but find a terrifying demonic presence haunting the darkness. Definitely sounds up your street. I mean, yeah, I feel like I know the music of Amidang as well, but I don't know where from i thought she released on tokuroku maybe the cafe Otto label but i couldn't find anything of that online so i'm not sure maybe i'm just mistaken perhaps she she had an album called parted planes that came out on leaving records in 2019 label i believe we've played before uh, certainly one i'm aware of and yeah it's certainly someone who may have come across certainly your vision i wasn't aware of until this record so not beyond the realms of possibility that we've heard her before Cool. Well, next one from me is one that has come from a listener. We have an email now, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net. If you email there, you will come directly to our ears. You can also get in touch via the Facebook page on Independent Music Podcast, but I think the email's becoming sort of slightly easier for me now. I've actually got two submissions coming, the next three songs, one from the Facebook and one from the email. So they both do work. This is from a South London band called Dignan Porch, they are from Tooting. Well, Tooting is where we first started recording this podcast. Exactly. Gareth lived there for many years, and Gareth's partner, Justina, she is Tooting through and through. So it's nice to have uh, them on here. They're a band I've known for a long time. Joe, the singer-guitarist in the band, used to be in a band called Artifacts for Space Travel, who released on Stolen Records, and I absolutely adored Artifacts for Space Travel. And then he started doing this project, which was originally a solo project, before adding... His brother, I believe, and a drummer, and releasing on Captured Tracks. I think it's a self-release. It said it's some stuff that they've been working on during the last year, just wanting to put out a video every month. I like this very much. It's short but sweet. This is Dignan Porch, Hidden Levels.
we go. Just one minute, 45 seconds there. Dignan Porches, Hidden Levels. Just looks like it's going to be a self-release, but it's coming out across all platforms on the 30th of March. So next week. I've always felt with what Joe does, and it reminds me a lot of the bands that Stolen were releasing when I first got into them. Like, I think it was 2008, I went down to Great Escape Festival, and I sort of spent the weekend with people from Stolen Records, basically, because I was a big fan of loads of the bands on there. And the songwritings of, like, Pete and the Pirates and Screaming Tea Party and Conan Moccasin is sort of, like, just weird but excellent songwriting sort of poppy hooks. Fairly unusual, but certainly accessible in that way. There, yeah, proper hooks. Exactly, yeah. Just like you know, sort of really know how to write a good sort of pop song in a sort of weird fashion. If you put them on before Dignam Porch, I recognise the name, but I can't recall hearing I've put them. Artifacts of Space Travel on a number of times back in the day, but we're talking about over a decade ago. But I'm not sure I ever put Dignam Porch on. And I've never played them on the podcast before, so I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe not. I must have done a Dignan Port show at some point. But anyway, they did two records on Captured Tracks and also one record on Faux Discs as well. Excellent label out of Bryson. It says here that they are releasing a new single and video every month in 2021, so we'll see how that goes. Exactly. I always love it when people commit to that. We'll see how many they get through. But, you know, if you're only starting in March, I don't know if they did any in January and February, but if you're starting in March, you're already behind. You'd hope so. You'd hope if they're going to commit to it, they'd at least get to March. You know, I understand if by August, September, you're running out of steam and you don't fancy it anymore. It's like us committing to doing a live pod every month. Uh, it's, uh, you know. so, well, we're doing one every long month, you know, five to six weeks. Or something. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, we're almost there. And... A good excuse to say a big thank you to our latest new patron, Stephen Hayward, uh, who joined us this week. Thank you, Stephen, for your support and hopefully see you at our live show on the 25th of March, where we will be exploring the musical history of Poland and yeah, contemporary and classical and all bits in between. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be digging into that this week to yeah get some wonderful tunes for that live show. Yeah, no, I, I cannot wait. And thank you very much for your support. Uh, but if you want to join us on Thursday, 25th of March and or support the podcast, you can do patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast is the place to go. Anything on Dignan Butch or shall I go on to? I think that's about all I got. We talked earlier about how many new artists we played and this is actually the second first record from an artist that I played on this week's podcast. This is from a producer called Sekion de Ritmo from Kingston in Jamaica, part of the Equinox Music crew. I actually stumbled upon this while listening to the new Gavsburg record, which is uh, Gavsburg, sort of a, one of the main producers in Equinox. And yeah, it, it is a good EP. I just stumbled on this and liked this one more. It is a bit odd. This blurb, Gareth, this project aims to take us on an honest ride back in time to an imaginary ball filled with a crew of lost pirate ships and local extortionists in an abandoned lane in the old Jamaican capital of Villa de la Vega. Well, it's very specific. Oh, yeah, it also makes it sound like <laughs> some sort of classic sort of dance hall or some sort of scarf or, you know, something like that. But no, it's kind of more like jungle dance hall is how I described it in my blurb. Let's see what you think of it. This is called uh, No Drama Llama.
know what? I think I was taken back on an honest ride back in time <laughs> to an imaginary ball filled with the crew of a lost pirate ship and local extortionists in an abandoned lane in the old Jamaican capital of Villa de la Vega. I'm not sure myself. I mean, I enjoyed it well enough, but I, I wasn't uh, catapulted back to the, I don't know when it is, the, <laughs> the late 19th century, the late 20th century, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But Session de Ritmo is the name of the artist, and No Drama Lama is the name of the track. That is also the name of the EP, released on Equinox Music out of Jamaica. Not very much information apart from the aforementioned aim of the project. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, the first I don't release. Think there's any llamas in Jamaica? I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. Well, there's no drama llamas anyway. And yeah, <laughs> it, it, the extent of knowing what's coming next is no drama llama is hopefully the first piece of more. And there you have it. Great. Nice. I want to play you a single from Liverpool artist Jane Weaver. She's been releasing uh, wonderful music now for a, a long, long time, but came to my attention with the release of Silver Globe on Finders Keepers about six, seven, eight years ago. Although she'd done at least five or six albums before then. That was a surprise hit. And she's been sort of gradually getting more successful since signed with Fire Records. And now her latest album, Flock, has even hit the charts. Could be one of the first times that someone who's actually been at one of my shows has actually been in the charts. It's in the, that, that is, I didn't really think of that, but it's entirely possible. Uh, I find that hard to believe. You must have had some music person that scraped it. If pigs have been to your gigs you and they've been in the charts. Correct. Pigs have been well in the charts. No, you are, you are correct. Apologies, pigs. Apologies, all the other really successful artists that I work with that I'm sure I haven't. Snapped Ankles must have charted as well. Their new album is going to be a big hit. Anyway, the new album's called Flock, and it's, yeah, it's got everything you want from a Jane Weaver record. This is the title track, but it's actually not one of the singles, not the latest single, but I really like this one. It's a title track of it called Flock by Jane Weaver.
you go. Absolutely three minutes of experimental pop magic from Jane Weaver there. Flock is the name of the track. Flock is the name of the album. I love the bass line on that. The bass playing is absolutely brilliant in the very sort of similar space that Vanishing Twin have been doing for the last few years. And uh, yeah, both glorious. Yeah, wonderful track. Experimental pop magic is an absolute tip-top description of Jane Weaver and particularly that song, I would say. For sure, exactly. So that is out on Fire Records, who have uh, yeah been releasing a lot of great stuff recently, and I reckon you should pick up a copy. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I've really listened to a huge amount of Jane Weaver since the Golden Globe. It was called the Golden, <laughs> the Golden Silver, Globe. No, Silver, Silver Globe. <laughs> it's like I was saying that, and I was like, that's not right. The Silver Globe. I haven't really listened to it much since then. So yeah, I need that was to... definitely the one I listened to the most. That I absolutely rinsed that album, and I've definitely listened to like you know the other ones a, a couple of times, but not not as much as that one. But she has released a lot of fantastic music. I will need to explore Flock, the new album on Fire Records. Then I'm gonna play some music now from Jen Shayu. I think it's how you pronounce it. Uh, she's a multilingual vocalist, composer, producer, multi instrumentalist, and dancer from New York City. She has this absolutely mesmerizing record on Pi Recordings called Zero Grasses Ritual for the Losses. It says here it's a collection of songs devoted to the marginalized voices of women around the world and a profound elegy to personal loss. It's just this absolutely sublime work of art, I would say. Very much, you can tell that she's a dancer and she can tell that she's been a stage actor as well. And it's because it's, you get that sense from it. It is, you could imagine this being performed on a stage. It is a wonderful record. I'm going to just play the final track from the piece. It is called Life As You Envision.
There you go. That's the wonderful sounds of Jen Shu. The track is called Life As You Envision. It's taken from her work Zero Grasses Ritual for the Losses out on Pi Recordings. Her third release on Pi after Sinistry, Sounds and Cries of the World and uh, Song of Silver Geese. So sorry, her fourth release on the label. Yeah, I see what you mean about the performance thing. I thought it had a, like a slight little bit of the musical theatre about it, despite the fact that it's clearly way too weird <laughs> to be actually liked by anyone who likes musical theatre. But I definitely feel a bit of that in there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a really quite unusual release. It's uh, very varied as well. It's like She is from Illinois, born to East Timorese and Taiwanese parents, which, yeah, is uh, interesting, I guess. Nice, yeah, and Pi Records released a number of very well-known jazz artists like Art Ensemble of Chicago and non-jazz people like Mark Ribot, who I really like and hopefully will book at some point. Yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah, you could tell you've got booking on the braid. I think that's the third or fourth reference to it. <laughs> it's, you, are, you are in I must book bands mode now, which is a wonderful thing to see. Exactly. I was telling Gareth before the podcast that like, this is the first week that I've actually like worked on music for like most of the week or a good chunk of the week in 12 months, probably. It's just like kind of getting over the inertia. It's like, who do I contact about this? Who's on my roster again? What do I do? But it's happening. It's going, people. So thank you very much for everyone who's been patient with me. And if you're a listener in the last 12 months or something, I haven't, probably haven't talked about it. My night's Baby Yaga's hut. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that um, t-shirt and hoodie manufacturer, right? Precisely, that's that clothes company, right? Yeah. And I do a festival called Raw Power as well. So if you are based in London or the UK or the Southeast or anything like that, you can check out the gigs that we do when gigs are coming again. But I'm hoping to do some outdoor shows from May and then we'll, we'll take it from there. Loads of festivals have been reporting massive sales. How is Raw Power doing? Yeah, well, uh, you know, while, you know, some festivals have sold out 15,000 tickets in one day, I've been extremely happy with our 50 sales that we've done in the last couple of weeks, which has been extremely good for us. <laughs> yeah, well, if you would want a ticket, where would one go? Pick them up from all sorts of places, but the Babi Yaga's ticket site on Dice is the best place. Or if you look up babiyagashut.com, anything like that, you'll find. Yeah, we've got Chrome Hoof playing their first show in 20, well, it was supposed to be, it was 20 years, a year and a half ago. First show in 21 years now, I guess, as well as tons of other bands that you would have heard here on the podcast, like Cocaine Piss and Pie Corner Audio and uh, Teeth of the Sea, and loads more to be added because we've had a bunch of American acts who aren't going to be able to play. So yeah, I'm not absolutely thinking that it's happening yet but fingers and toes crossed i am pumped i'm in the 95 percent and of category. course gareth is djing on saturday night as well around a whack whack kingdom so uh it's whack whack kingdom gareth and then working man noise unit downstairs so, and then uh, gareth again right and then gareth again you are correct exactly you, you cannot beat that for a, a night's entertainment yeah it's going to be uh, uh, what i've got in my head i mean it's like Kind of weird and experimental, but still a bit dancey first, and then all-night disco party second. I can already tell you what's going to happen, listeners. Gareth's going to play a load of fucking banging, sort of weird grime, heavy techno, some nega-nega stuff, and a bit of that part. And then he's going to play Macho Man, and then he's going to play Barry White, and then he's going to go home. <laughs> I think you know me so well. <laughs> and on that note i'm going to play the last song that we've got here i mentioned we've got another submission it's from a, a rock trio from germany called trigger cut they got in touch via the podcast facebook so thank you for listening thanks for getting in touch i want to play you the opening track from their album rogo or r-o-g-o it's all capitals i'm not sure 
and it is called Solid State. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye.